Christian Cargill Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. For the mystery tour today, <laughs> the magical mystery tour on the Christian Car Guy show. We're going to be searching for treasure, Jerry. Hey, <laughs> I'd like to find some. <laughs> Don't you love a good mystery? I mean, who doesn't love a good mystery and who doesn't love a treasure hunt? So, you know, where will I find the treasure? What will it be when I get there? And we have many many of those mysteries today many treasures we are coming in the third segment with our 42nd episode of christian car guy theater there's a 42nd yeah wow a lot of mysteries in that one (laughs) and also some treasure but you know one of the fun things that we've done here on christian car guy for years and it always works as a great mystery is name that noise it's time to play (laughs) define that defect Resolve that roar. Trace that tick. Highlight that hubbub. Name that noise. Chronicle that clatter. All right, get ready to call in 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and win. Again, get ready to call after you hear the noise. 866 348 7884 is the number to call in. And Keith, if they can guess this noise, tell them what they'll win. They'll win a book from the Christian Car Guy prize wall. There you go. All you have to do to win a book from the Christian Car Guy prize wall is call in today at 866 348 7884. 866-34-TRUTH. If you can name this noise. Well, there you go. We'll play it one more time. Here's the noise. And there's your mystery. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and win. If you think you can name that noise, and I will just give you a little, you know, hint. It has nothing to do with cars. (laughs) But mystery, treasure, the Bible is really one after the other after the other. And that's what makes it so fun to dig for. And I came across one this week that I think is just loaded with mystery, and I'm sure that it's a treasure in it, and it's the idea of the anointing of Jesus with nard. So the neat thing, if if you kind of think of Jesus's last name as being the Christ or the Messiah, you know, that means the anointed one. So this anointing has always been just particularly precious to me of what exactly is that and how did that look? And I don't know if you've ever really looked at this way, and honestly, I never had thought about it, all the women that anointed Jesus, or maybe it was just one woman, some people think it was one, told, you know, three different ways. But when you really get down there and begin to look at these stories in the Bible, you go, how did it happen? In all four gospels, it's in there, but there's a lot of differences and a lot of similarities. And just to go through those, these are the kind of things that make you start digging, right? In Matthew 26, It says that it happens two days before the Passover, and she anoints there the woman 
anoints Jesus's head, and it's at Bethany. And similarly, it's it's in Mark fourteen, right before Judas betrays him, which is again two days before Passover, and there she breaks the alabaster jar and she anoints his head. Well, in Luke seven. It seems to happen way early in Jesus's ministry, which would make you think that, wow, this is another time that another woman with an alabaster jar comes and there she anoints his feet. Now, remember the last two that she was anointing his head and they were later on just two days before Passover here, they're anointing Jesus's feet. And then lastly, in John chapter seven, it's in John chapter 12. I believe it's six days before Passover this time. Not two days before Passover, but six days before Passover. And it's Mary this time, and they're at a house with Lazarus. And here Mary anoints Jesus' feet, not his head. So I, you may wonder why all that. And I actually I posted all this at ChristianCarGuy.com, and there's an article there that will go into what all those differences are and perhaps – the story, and, and I think it's really cool to think about that, that probably there were three different anointings here. You know, there was the one early in his ministry, the one by Mary, six days before Passover, and the one two days before Passover. But do note, and I think it's important to note, that in two of the cases, they're anointing his feet, the first one in Luke, you know, in the early part of his ministry, and then the one that was six days before Passover. And then the last two, which are in Martha, Mark and Matthew, they're anointing his head. So, and you can't miss this, that in Paul's explanation of jars of clay, which is Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, but we have treasures in jars of clay, similar to the nard, right? So the surpassing greatness of power may be from God and not from ourselves. We are hard-pressed in every way, yet not crushed, perplexed, yet not in despair, persecuted yet not forsaken, struck down yet not destroyed, always carrying in us the body of the death of Yeshua or Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our mortal body. Think about it in that jar of nard. Okay, so the jar of alabaster was precious, no doubt. But what was outside was not near as precious as what was inside. And in order to get to the precious stuff, right, you got to break the jar. See, the nard inside was pure love for Jesus in whichever case you take. And honestly, and he said it many times, that the, the aroma of that will last this very day. It will last actually for eternity because that was the nard's purpose, to anoint Jesus's head and his feet. So here's a really cool thing if you think about it, if we try to apply this to our lives. Now, well, Robbie, what can we do with this? What does this have to do with cars? Well, here you go. We all have treasures. And all of our treasures, truly, the purpose of them are similar to the nard, right? It's to anoint Jesus's head or his feet. So... You know, the head kind of shows you where you're going and kind of thinks for you and that kind of thing. That's what we need Jesus as our head. But we really need Jesus' feet, which kind of take us where we need to go, right, Jerry? And, and we were talking about this before the show that, you know, cars kind of are something that would be you could use your car to anoint Jesus' feet. 
Absolutely. And, and you think about it. I mean, our cars, the miles and we put on them, do we ever have an opportunity to use those for the ministry? Absolutely. Our feet, when we're hitting the hitting the dusty roads and the the briars and the uneven pavement or whatever it may be, where are our feet taking us? Right. What's our purpose? Can you imagine where Jesus' feet took him? Right. And I've got, speaking of mysteries, I have a wonderful story about the Jesus labor love. Somebody anointed Jesus' feet clearly this week. But right now we have George is in Gastonia, and he thinks he can name that noise. I think so he's got it. I think it, it, he, he has does. got it. <laughs> George, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. Well, why don't you play it again one more time for him, Keith? And now that he's had a chance to hear all that, maybe he'll have a better understanding of what that noise might be. There you go, George. Um, I'm thinking it's something busting a window pane out. You are absolutely right that it is something busting. And although it, what I actually was recording glass, was, yeah, what was, glass. was not glass, was not glass. But it oh, may have been okay. way in the background somewhere that somebody I did not know it could have been glass. So we're going to give you that. We're going to send you out a book. But I will All say right. that what's being broken there is 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 something a little different. And I, you know, play it one more time, Keith. There you go. Thank you, George. We'll get you information. We'll get you sent that out to you. 866-348-7884. We told you we had some mystery going on. So 866-348-7884 is the number to call in if you want to guess what that noise might be. And it might have something to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Just saying. And uh, as, as we talked about in the third segment today, we're going to have the next episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. But I wanted to get started on this story. So I... I you know, maybe about a month or so ago, I did a show on anointing, how, what it means to anoint and, and kind of how we do that with our love, so to speak. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what, how God showed me something just really amazing about a, a different way that I could anoint Jesus. And I would love to hear your story along those lines, or if you think you can name that noise, 866-348-7884. So much coming up, so many mysteries, so much magic. Stay tuned. Mystery tour today on the Christian Car Guys show. You can roll up and try to take a swag at the <laughs> at the uh, name that noise. And uh, Keith, could you play it one more time so that people can go? What in the world is that noise? Now there's a mystery. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four is the number to call in and try to win a book from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault. If you think you can name that noise, we would love to hear from you. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. But also, in thinking about the <coughs> the treasure box that was broken of pure nard and anointing of Jesus's feet and his head, and you know, in what ways do you anoint Jesus's head? In what ways do we anoint Jesus's feet? And how do we break our treasure? Those things, you may have thoughts along those lines. And I would 
Love to hear those as I've been pondering them all week. 866-348-7884. And those familiar with the uh, Christian Car Guy show know we have the Jesus Labor Love. And the Jesus Labor Love is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And we hadn't been doing this too many years when we discovered that there were some cars that costs way more to fix than we really had the resources to fix. And so we started going on the air asking for people that might have a car that they weren't using or didn't have another need for to donate it. And oh my, uh, you know, it's always really cool to see somebody get their car back on the road. But when you see somebody who is devastated because their family no longer has a car and God provides one uh, through this ministry, it's, it's, it blows my mind um, to actually get to be the middleman. But, you know, and we had one of those calls this week where a gentleman called in. He had a car that he thought about trading it in, but the people really didn't want it. And so they said, you know, you can sell it yourself, whatever. And he began to think about it. Well, I heard the Christian car guy show that I could give away this car. And then, oh my, if you could have been on the phone with me, what I called the person that is going to get that car and the excitement and all that goes into that. And the way that they feel like, wow, Jesus has actually done something for me. And, and, you know, because clearly when the name of the ministry is Jesus labor love and, and wow, I didn't have a car and now I'm getting one because somebody donated through a radio show that was a Christian radio show. They can't help but get the significance that, you know, this was, you know, a real anointing from Jesus's feet. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, the thing is, it's, and I'm going to say this, this is throwing a praise on Robbie, the way we're and the way you're able to do it, and it every bit of it reflects Jesus Christ. I mean, that's that's not always easy to do because it everything points to Christ, and you know, even the the, the giver in so many ways gets blessed, especially when you're able to hear the story of how it brought a blessing to somebody who has absolutely nothing and thinks they're a in a corner and there's nowhere to turn then they see through jesus christ there is there's hope yeah and we and it, it is and, and interestingly um we helped a lady in new york maybe about six years ago <laughs> it was a long <laughs> time ago and and this week she contacted us again and there's another opportunity that you know every time i'm just kind of amazed at how god steps in and you know we were talking about it during the break that sometimes he's just there and he does things and there's other times where we pray about it and know god isn't moving in this one and and you're going but how many times has there been times where you thought you had it figured out in (laughs) our minds or your mind or all of us in different situations where we think we know the direction this needs to go and how it needs to play out and all of a sudden things change and we're devastated but then we step back and we say, man, God is good. God yes. had a plan. Yes, he is. And so, um, like, right this minute, we have all these people calling in. Just be patient. I know they're, you're, the phone's ringing as he's trying to get names and addresses and all that stuff. Just keep calling at 866-348-7884. We have Sarah on the line. Sarah, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, this Sarah Linda. And anyway, we were thinking this was, my daughter and I were thinking this, it sounded like 
ice being crushed or or broken and uh and 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 it maybe a sound of well anyway it was sound of pouring or or stirring and I also wanted to tell about a time when we had to anoint our car with prayer really speaking of anointing <laughs> well we had gone to it was very old and we and uh, it was having trouble and uh the dodge uh anyway it's a good car but uh it was uh, anyway, we went to the uh, Christian uh, re- uh, mechanic, and and he oh it was in bad shape, and he was even concerned about us getting it home. Well, we couldn't really do anything about it, so we by faith I drew drove it drove it home, and then we just kept praying for it, and finally it was several maybe even a couple of months that it kept going and then there one day it uh, it was making a terrible sound and I knew I had to get it to somewhere and it was in the afternoon I went to this place and they were getting closed up but they they saw the need and the man drove me to a place uh, where we nearby and we it it stopped for it was making this terrible sound and then the t- sound stopped for a minute while we we had just a, a little ways to go and then it it did the, the car we had to stop at a stoplight and then the car still went on and you know it you know when it gave out entirely when we driven up into the into the mechanic shop and it, <laughs> then it gave out entirely. <laughs> Right, yeah. in the, right in the place. Anointed by prayer. Anointed, yeah. yeah. So it. So that's anointing to get you going when you need to, and you can't do anything but. <laughs> right. All you can rely on is the Lord because the car is. I get it. That is a beautiful. What a story. Well, I will tell you that there may be ice involved again, way off in the background somewhere that I wasn't oh, aware of. But the actual right. noise I'm talking about that is breaking you're right something's breaking but what is it it's a mystery we'll find out when we come back but you're a winner sarah and we need the next people to call in again we got a segment of christian car guy theater coming up next so stay tuned for that and then the fourth segment we'll be back on name that noise 866-34-TRUTH thank you sarah god bless god bless time for Christian Car Guy Theater. With today's episode, River Rock Retaliation, Part 3. Previously on River Rock Retaliation, Part 2, Satan's principality and demon over Colorado, Nagadana, and her team of demons have been plotting the downfall of Mayor Elvira Merriweather. The demons are using Elvira's guilt over accidentally poisoning and killing her husband to torment her. The demons are also plotting and leveraging Special Agent Kent's past wounds to feed the bitter root that will drive him to dig up Mayor Elvira's past. Because Kent resents the mayor and her dominating attitude towards Kent, it makes him think of his sister who treated him the same way. The demon's other plot is to destroy the church in River Rock by exposing Pastor Jack's despair over his son's addiction to heroin. 
The evil demons are suggesting to Pastor Jack's susceptible son that he should beg Jimmy for the money to get drugs. All looked hopelessly dark and lost when God's army started to arrive, spotted by the under the hood gang of Jimmy's Jeep. It would seem all hell was breaking loose when here comes the Calvary from the King of Calvary. This is gonna be good. Let's listen in on Nagadana. Did you think they wouldn't put up a fight? Of course they're here. They're the big guns. But lies are lies. And as long as we have the humans' agreements, we are free to the spoil. Lies. <laughs> it's all my fault. And Pastor Jack, my son is beyond hope. My church must never know. Exactly. <laughs> What is the ultimate treachery against their savior who calls himself the truth? Lies. 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 <laughs> Lies. <laughs> yes, they are stuck in their lies. Nakashi, go at once. Float the idea into Agent Kent's mind that he needs to check on Mayor Elvira Merriweather's background. <laughs> oh, Kent will find the suspicious poisoning easily. Then we start piling on the lies. Oh, yes. The lies that say the Mayor Elvira is a man-hater out to take control just like his sister. <laughs> oh, yes. This will be like easy-peasy Elvira squeezy. <laughs> in a flash, Nakashi is at Agent Kent's desk and speaks to him not in Nakashi's voice, but in Agent Kent's own voice. Yes, it's Nakashi speaking, but to Agent Kent, it sounds like himself. Well, I have a free minute. Free minute. Why, Why don't, I, don't just I just search the, the database for this Elvira Merriweather in River Rock? She, she had the obnoxious spirit of a woman who has something to hide. Hmm, wait just a second. I don't have a free minute. Hmm, but you know, this could be a lot bigger case than the internet fraud case. Yeah. Now, let's see here. Well, 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 well. Ah, it seems her husband died under some very strange circumstances, huh? Once again, Nakashi speaks lies in Agent Kent's voice so that Agent Kent will agree with the lies and give the demon more of a stronghold on his thinking. Huh. Just as I thought. The mayor is a man-hater, out to take control, just like my sister Marcia. And I had a lot of experience with her. I knew it. I can spot a man-hater a mile away. And I think I will just be reopening this investigation into Mayor Elvira Merriweather. 
As the Under the Hood gang had seen God's army mobilizing, Tammy Tensioner's prayers started to go up as promised. Oh, Heavenly Father, almighty and loving Holy Papa, oh, you know how you use tension. After all, we are tight, right? Oh, Holy Papa, create some tension tonight. Use your force up there and down here. Oh, send your servants into this battle. In other words, Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the glory, Lord. Oh, we can see it, Lord. And we know that those who are for us are greater than those who are against us. Oh, yeah. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Later that night, about 3 a.m., when all seemed blackest, Anita Intake spots a flash of lightning heading straight to the apartment Brad and Christy are renting on River Rock Drive. Arriba, arriba. Look up, Fernando. Fuel injector, my husband. Is that a shooting star or a Manafort Marvel? Caspita, my little Anita, that's no shooting star. It's a flying angel. Look, you can see his face. Glorious strength and grace there, ejecting some glorious message. I can feel it. Do you know what I mean, Gracie Gas Tank? <laughs> Do you feel it? <laughs> Fernando, you are right. Let's fill her up with prayers, gang. Mosey, Tammy, Frenchie, wake up. Come on, car parts. We need some prayer on the double. Lord, Gracie Gas Tank, she is so right. Yeah, we need a filling. A filling. Now, see, I, I'm not claiming to be a dentist for nothing like that, I, but I am some motor oil, see. Mm -hmm. So, our oil pan runneth over. Help us to receive your Holy Spirit and his guidance in our lives. Fresh oil, Lord. Keep praying, Tammy Tensioner. Lord, help these angels to bring their message. Oh, this, this looks like a tight race. Oh, and we need the angels to win for your glory, don't we, Frenchy Fender? Oh, mais oui, Tammy Tensioner. Oh, holy papa, help them to get through. We desperately need some bodybuilding this year. Covered in the prayers of the Under the Hood gang, God's holy angels weren't resisted by the demons and flew straight to Brad and Christy. This has the demons fuming. Drat, those prayers, Nagatana. What can we do? We have to stop those messengers. We can never meet them head on. So, we do what we do best. Bite their heels. Oh, Shaddam, Zemia, you can't stop them, but you can't put your spin on their message. The good angels make it to Brad and Christy and deliver their message. Was that, Lord? Oh, what time is it? 3 a.m.? I feel like I'm supposed to pray for someone, but who, Lord? Who do you want me to pray for? Pastor Jack? Nah, no, couldn't be. Why would Pastor Jack need prayer? I feel like I'm supposed to pray that Pastor Jack's faith will increase, that he'll, he'll trust in God. That makes no sense. Once again, the demon Zemia puts his spin on the message in Brad's own voice. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Why would a pastor need more faith? Go back to sleep. This is, a, this is some, some kind of weird dream. 
then again, it couldn't hurt. And it sure seems like I'm supposed to. Don't, Don't be, be a fool. fool. This, this space stuff, stuff is meaningless. meaningless. <laughs> you need, you need rest. rest. Go, Go back, back to sleep. sleep. Oh, sleep sure sounds With Brad sound asleep, the battle now rages with Christy. What? Is that you, Jesus? Wow. Any time I've been awakened at 3 a.m., it's been a God thing. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Yes, I need to pray for Pastor Jack's faith that it will increase that he will trust God. Yes, Lord. Sleepy. I'm so sleepy. Yes, God would want me to rest. No, stay focused. I need to pray for Pastor Jack. I'm so sleepy. I can't keep my eyes open. Sleep. Sleep, dear one. Sleep. Tune in next month for the next exciting adventure of River Rock Retaliation. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, I'm getting tired of all these demon sleep messages getting embedded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Daddy. Those lies got Brad to lie down. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, he lied down. Yeah, I sure hope Christy doesn't fall for the old sleep cover-up. <laughs> but seriously, Daddy, I wish I stayed awake and prayed every time I sense the Spirit speaking to me at 3 a.m. Those are the real wake-up calls. Me too, Randy. Like a baby fruit bat learning to sleep, I need to get the hang of it. To the bat cave, Daddy. <laughs> you know, instead of a bat cave, Daddy, I think you should sleep in a chicken coop. Then you'd be down on your clock. <laughs> oh boy, say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. Magical mystery tour, searching for treasure on the Christian Car Guys show. And if you called in earlier for Name That Noise, I know several of them were waiting there when we went into Christian Car Guy Theater. So please call back now and get your call chance. back with that correct answer. Yeah, the correct answer. We're going to play that noise one more time. You call us 866-348-7884. Go ahead, Keith. There's... There's your mystery right there. What is that noise? And we heard ice and we heard glass, but we were... We heard breaking. We heard breaking. breaking. Yeah, there is breaking involved. It's clearly 866-348-7884. We were talking in the earlier segments about how the woman took her jar of nard and she you know, broke that and you know, use that to anoint Jesus's head. And some of the verse, you know, if you look in, you know, Matthew and in Mark, it looks like he, they, the woman anointed his head. And in Luke and John, interestingly, they anointed his feet. So obviously there's opportunities to anoint Jesus. And as I was 
pondering all that this week, and I, you may remember the show I did on the anointing here a few, maybe a month or so ago, and talking about how, you know, how comfortable are you to let somebody rub your head? Or how comfortable are you at letting somebody rub your feet? <laughs> you know, that's a pretty intimate thing in either particular case. And so, you know, it, it, it occurred to me, like, really, am I supposed to anoint Jesus? But then if you look in that Luke chapter, you know, Jesus gets pretty angry at the Pharisees because they didn't anoint him. And so... Since that show, I have actually in my daily prayer time, and if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, there's an outline of my daily prayer, which is taken to a great extent from John Eldridge's daily prayer. But in my daily prayer time, since that show, I have literally prayerfully climbed up in God the Father's lap and asked him to anoint me. And then once he anointed me, I went and anointed Jesus. And again, this is in my mind, in prayer, you know, part of a very long hourly prayer that might sometimes take me two hours, Jerry, to pray it all. But I, you know, I love doing it because I love spending that time in the Father's lap. Well, this, you know, if this is the first time you've ever heard me, you may think this Robbie guy's nuts. But <laughs> all I can tell you is what I have really enjoyed just this last week realizing was. God said, Robbie, let me anoint your heart. And he literally took my heart and stroked my heart like you, you know, would anoint something. And I went, oh, and it, it was an amazing feeling. I mean, like, oh, man, God is taking my heart and catching my heart and he's anointing my heart. And, he, and, I, and, and then came the really bold thing that welled up inside of me. And I said, God, can I anoint your heart? Would you let me? touch the heart of God? And he said, yeah, Robbie, I trust you. Go ahead. Anoint my heart. And then, as I mentioned, then I go to Jesus and there again. Yes, the women in Bethany, you know, anointed his head and, and you know, the woman in the Pharisee's house anointed his feet. But there's something about the heart of God, Jerry, and now I'm just telling you that if in meditation prayer, you know, just saying, God, will you hold my heart? Will you anoint my heart? And then to touch, the, just to feel that what that felt like, Jerry, for God to tell me, Robbie, I trust you with my heart. Just beyond anything, I, I can really grasp should that not be all of our desire yeah absolutely absolutely well we we just have a little bit of time left and we have beverly is in north chesterfield virginia and she has an answer for the noise and a story beverly you're on the christian car guy show good morning good morning uh my answer is could it be coins tinkling and it's breaking the woman's private poverty that didn't have much money oh i love that and that that's really and and the the woman did have a treasure you know that was being broken and so i'm yeah. gonna say i'm gonna say you're right beverly even though the actual thing that i heard there that i recorded is is something 
else being broken. Okay. But I love your answer. Absolutely. I, you know, and it is a matter of this woman's treasure being broken that you are hearing. I would agree. So tell me your story. Okay. Uh, back in 2001 or 2002, I started working at this place. Well, I'd worked there for six months and I got robbed. Well, when I got robbed, they robbed me at gunpoint. Well, it happened two more times within probably a year. And so then I went to my church and I said, will you, will you please come and anoint this building and pray over it? So about 15 of us went, went back to the place and we anointed the doors and prayed. And I worked there eight more years. And I never got robbed. The place hadn't been robbed since then, and it's in a bad section. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, yeah. they held me and another person at gunpoint before this point. Right. And so when the place was anointed, our pastor and all came, it was just fantastic. Nothing after that. And I got a chance to witness to the people through that. Of course. I, you know, what a remarkable story. And what a story of faith and anointing. Wow, Beverly, I'm so glad you called. That makes my day. Okay. God Thank, bless. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, we just have a minute. <clears throat> and I don't want to cheat anybody out of the chance <laughs> or tell me what that was that was actually breaking there. 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. If you want to play it one more time, Keith, see if somebody can guess real quick. I hate to have any. I don't know that I've ever had a name that noise not figured out, and we don't want today to be the day. So you guys got a minute to do it, but you know, there's a hint there that I mm. thought I pretty much shared throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> Big hint. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have treasures in jars of clay kind of you know um and and don't ever miss i the thing one of the things i love about that is when gideon right when he was you know gonna attack the midianites at night that they had the torches in the jar and when the only time that the torches could really light up is when the jar got broken and and when you think about you know our own bodies to an extent are a jar of clay like paul pointed out and that there's nar pure nar inside that's meant to love jesus it's meant to anoint him and only when your body's broken to some extent does that nard really come out and i know because i've personally experienced it you know and also the way i look at it sometimes and think about it is the fact that you know especially as you get older and, and more life experiences and people you see around us or aging is just the fact that these bodies are just just jars of clay and it's really what God has instilled in our as you mentioned about the heart right it's our soul and, and who we are and well, the phone's ringing, and I'm sure the person that is going to win because they're going to say that oh, is they're breaking the a jar of clay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that. Well, you know, I, as we go through this week, think about how can I anoint Jesus's head? How can I anoint his feet? 
with my car, with my life. And you might try that heart thing. It's a lot of fun, Jerry. Yep. And yep. also just this this week walk and let's just walk and live as if we've been anointed. Yeah. Yeah. Very. It's like we just got that call. Thank you for listening, Christian Car Guy. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. It's so much fun to do this. <laughs>